It's time for Loud Pipes, the podcast that brings you the best conversations relating to motorcycles, the riding experience, and other motoring adventures. Here are your hosts for this episode, Rich Warfield and John Maripol. Loud Pipes, episode 125. I'm going to talk about Ducati, getting a little piece of American flat track racing, carbon fiber for everyone, perhaps by way of some uh, new technology from BMW, and the topics may get a little deep this evening. Brother Hogan is back from Europe, I believe at this point, but he is taking care of family duties this evening. But I have to my east, or maybe to my south tonight, Johnny John, Spider Silk. What's up, man? Not much, man. Just got a nice, fun evening with my local boys. Went out for a little ride tonight, had a little food, and a little fun. Very nice. Was this a bike night or just a ride? No, it was a bike night. Uh, Capital Power Sports has a bike night in at the uh, Milton Pizzeria here in uh, right by their shop. And so went over there and got there. And there's probably the first part of the group. There was pretty much all Moto Mino members, a few others. And then when I left to get my butt home, a whole big crew came in. Of, nice. Of some nice. other people. So it's pretty cool. And uh, Demick uh, from Winston-Salem came over from uh, to hang out with us. And he got there about 7 o'clock. So... And that was his uh, third bike night of this week. So he went Tuesday, Wednesday, and tonight. So it's an animal at different locations. Yeah, uh, Tuesday night he went to Cycle Gear, and then I think last night he went to Carolina Ale House in Winston Salem, Greensboro area for one, and then he came out to us tonight. Nice. So, so what do they do at Capital Power Sports? They have like food, music. Like, what's the scene up there? Uh, it's just they have a tent. They're, the food's not there. It's you know, it's at a restaurant. So you go and you get your food from the restaurant. Uh, they have music playing and hanging out. So very nice, very nice. And you have a beverage this evening? Yeah, I'm having a good old Sam Adams tonight. For I go with you tonight. Oh, lager or seasonal? A lager. A lager. Well, yes, I do have Sam Adams, but yeah. this is the cold snap. Oh, you're really enjoying those because you, you've you been having those quite often. That's a good one, yeah. And actually, I don't have one in front of me. I had two of them earlier, so <laughs> I'm not going to say I'm having a Sam Adams. Let's say I had Sam Adams. Cool, man. Cool. Uh, have you gotten any riding in? I know you, you kind of have a lot of work going on, so I don't think you've no, nothing nothing lately. It's been been lots of travel. Been busy while I'm while I'm traveling and it seems like it's gonna be that way for a while, so we'll squeeze the riding in where we can. Awesome. Awesome. So shall we hit the new topics? New topic, hit it. Most recent episode of the Moto Nobody's podcast featured Cruiser Bruiser and some flat track racing. That is season one, episode six. Be sure to check that out. But that has sparked a topic my way, Johnny John. Oh, yeah. What you got, my friend? What you got? Other well, than Indian takes and everything. Yeah, other than Indian still, you know, pretty much running things. 
Um, they won the first two, right? So they won the TT, but then there was quite a few makes behind them, and then they sweeped it again at Atlanta. Yep. Yep. But it was cool. I was watching some of the semis earlier today from Atlanta, and it was pretty good racing. It looked pretty good. But my main reason for bringing it up is it appears that Ducati wants a little piece of American flat track racing. You've seen that bike, John? Yeah, it looks pretty sweet. <laughs> I know why you're hesitating, because I like the look of it as well. I think it's a good looking bike, except what is on the right side of that thing? So just, just to, to kind of describe it, it looks a little bit like the Indian in the way that the frame is red. So it, the frame sticks out. It's not just black. It is obviously a brighter red than Indian. And they've got their L twin in there, but there's off to the right hand side on the front cylinder, there's just this big black box. And I I can't figure out what it is, but it looks kind of awkward on there. Yeah. Not an air intake. Yeah. I'm trying because he's I can see the air intake up between the cylinders. Yeah. Uh just to let you know, uh uh, Harley took third in Atlanta per Brother Bacon. Yeah, Indian was one too. Yeah, I incorrectly said a sweep. I just meant that they they've swept the season. They won the first two. Could could that possibly be a radiator? I don't I, think so. This I, is the this is the older engine. It's air cooled. Okay. Well, because they got something right behind the front forks. They actually looks that like looks like a small oil cooler. Yeah. Okay, so an oil cooler. So, I don't know. I thought, yeah, it wouldn't be an air filter. I was thinking something like aerodynamics, because the leg would be sitting there. <laughs> and, and and kind of just swooping up, the air would fly over the leg. That is one ugly aerodynamic device, if it is. Well, you never know. Because yeah, you got to think about it, because they are on that side, is when they laid the bike down around that side. Yeah. And, okay. and that's going through that. Well, it's interesting, Har- or Harley. Uh, Ducati's put up some money for this, too. They've put up $180,000 plus contingency and $10,000 incentive payout for a championship win. So you have to be racing on their 821cc twin cylinder, 2015 to 18 Monsters, or the 2013 to 15 Hypermotard. All right, hang on. I found the answer. Okay, actually, what is it? It's actually a radi- radiator. Because I'm looking on the page. Damn, it is a radiator. Hold it, scroll down. You can see the image, and there's a fan sitting right there. Huh. You see the fan? I didn't realize that was an air-cooled bike, or a water-cooled bike. Yeah, so there you go. Yeah, liquid-cooled. Bulletproof by a liquid-cooled 937cc Hypermotard 939. Oh, okay. So that makes sense. It's the Hyper Motard engine, not the one from the Monster. Because the Monster's air cooled. Yeah. Ah, now I got it. Look at you digging in, TD. Hey, you pay me the biggest box over here. <laughs> I guess that raise is paying off already. Look at that. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Mm. What was it, double or triple this month? I forgot. No, you slushed by half last month. Well, it's. Sh- 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 come on, come on. You demoted me. You reprimanded me for not drinking enough. Yeah. 
Well, so I was excited to see Ducati enter, but as Brother Bacon pointed out, they didn't qualify for the final in Atlanta. Right. So they didn't finish high enough, but the bike looks cool. More makes, the better. You got to work the kinks out. It can't be walking in there and everything. Um, unless you're hard, unless you're Indian that just walks in there and just <laughs> I was say, tell, it, tell that to Indian. But so so let's let's kind of I know we've hashed this out last season or other times, but Indian actually made this bike specifically for flat track racing. Am I correct? The one yes, they're racing, they did yes, and the engine is purpose built for racing. Correct. So if you take. We'll take into consideration. Harley didn't do that. And I don't think Ducati has done the same thing because they've taken off the Hypermotar. Well, the chassis are purpose-built, both Harley and Ducati. You can tell that. Okay. Well, okay, they're but the Yeah, the engines are street-derived. I think that's a big difference. I mean, you can go kind of get the same engines from Harley, Indian, Yamaha, Kawasaki, they are technically in street bikes. You can't go, well, now you can go buy that one from Indian, but it's going to be, what, $50,000? 50 grand. You can have one. It's not street legal, though. All right. Well, anyways, so that's the reason I think they're doing that. But if flat, American Flight Trucks letting them do it, what can you say? apparently it doesn't bother them. I didn't hear of any big rules change for this year. Nope. Nope. And it seems like there's more teams running Indians now. Yeah, I'm trying to find that. Let me get to the results because I was looking at it and there's like seven, I think seven Indians total in the circuit. Did you have a number there, Johnny John? I don't have a number. You didn't tell me to go dig that number up. I'm going to look real quick. So I'm going to go to the results for Atlanta. AFT Twins race. All right. Jared Meese, winner on the Indian FTR 750. All right, Kenny Coolbeth also on the Indian second. Harley was third, but on the old bike, the XR750, and the XG750R was fourth. So Indians, let's count them. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Eight Indians in the field. Mm-hmm. Harley XGs, the new one, there's one. There's two, there's three. So there's three of those, and there are two older Harley XRs still running. So that's five. So there you go. Two more bikes, just purely on numbers. Yeah. And that's who made it in the finals, right? What do I mean? Yeah, this is the final. So actually, one, (laughs) this is funny, one through eight, except for third and fourth, was all Indian. Well, where I'm going is that there could be more because some of them can mid field and some of them can be racing that aren't even in the field. Correct. Yeah, correct. This is just the final. That's right. So eight, eight of them in the final race. Simple numbers, my man. Simple numbers. That is that is true. So we'll see. I don't. I don't have a lot more to say about flat track other than I still want to get to one, which is a little harder because they don't. They're not. They don't have the Charlotte race this year. But right. we can get out to one, maybe one of the miles. That'd be a fun road trip. Right. I know uh, Brother Bacon's talking about going to Springfield. Springfield. How far away is that? Do you know? Oh, it's a, in, oh no, That's it's, a drive. Yeah. 
and I know um, Cruiser Bruiser and Wolf went to Atlanta, and I'm not sure if you saw, but Atlanta got rained out. They Ouch. ran it, you know, Saturday night, and they canceled it, and they had to run it Sunday. Huh, I did not see that. Yeah. Um, that wasn't Cruiser at the race? Cruiser and Wolf? Weren't they, weren't they there? Yeah, they were there. Yeah. So, um, I know Bacon was talking about doing something with um, Springfield. It's Springfield noise. Uh, That's a long drive. Bacon, you're going to ride? Fly? Drive? <laughs> That's a long uh, way. I don't know. Let's see. Let me pull up the map. Give me a minute. Do, 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 Why are you doing that, Rich? What is... Oh, oh, we have some important news tonight to share. I got something else we got to share. Okay. So, it was an important day today. And I want to send a big happy birthday out to one of our own Riders of Loud Pipes. Old man slacker. Old man slacker today. So, and happy we, birthday, we do buddy. Mean, we do mean old man in the nicest possible way. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Self-titled. So I want to give him a shout-out. We're recording a show for him tonight. It's his birthday present. There we go. A little present for you. And it's only, to go to Springfield from Nash, from, from where Bacon lives, is only a five-and-a-half-hour ride. Jeez. Oh, okay. 373 so like, miles. <laughs> that's that's a drop in a hat. So what is it for us, 10? Oh, well, yeah. Well, mm, 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 yeah. 12? Yeah. Now, what about, we forgot to mention um, Chris's new bike. I think we mentioned it last week. But. Hey, 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 before, before you begin, we can do that here in a second. It's 12 hours and 11 minutes for us. 779 miles. Yeah. So we get on the bikes. <laughs> we ride in Nashville. We crash at Bacon's house. <laughs> and then ride with him. And then ride with him. There we go. Yeah, see? He even said that. See? He says, you can ride here with me. You can ride here and sleep <laughs> and take off with me. Yeah, we can do that. But you're not understanding what I'm saying. I don't mean ride with him. I mean ride with him. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, I got you. I got you now. <laughs> on the back, baby. I'm on the back. <laughs> I got it. <laughs> you have a two-seater, right, Bacon? <laughs> I don't know if I'd want to ride back into that thing. Oh man! Well, he could take the couch. Yeah. Oh, like him and Cruiser did. <laughs> that was hilarious. Uh, so, so, so we'll, we'll go back to real quick with everybody. Um, so, from Motor Nova Buddies, this is probably maybe jumping ahead in one of our shows. We talked about um, there's uh, even actual a post on the Facebook page of one of the meetups where. We get back, and Bacon gets on his road glide. Or no, they need a beer. They need more beer. And people started already drinking. So Bacon's like, well, I haven't had a lot, so we'll go. So <laughs> Cruiser, so he fires up his dad's road glide, you know? Cruiser comes yeah. up and goes, okay, I'll ride back with you. And Cruiser had his shirt off. <laughs> so he jumps on the back of the road glide shirtless and rides down the road. To go get beer. Too funny. It was hilarious. That's on the Mona Nobody's Instagram page. Oh. Well, I'm sorry. Thank you for the correction, Bacon. I'm glad you can help oh, me out welcome. tonight. I'm you know, I saw it someplace. I don't know where it was. You know what? I, I think you're being demoted. I'm I'm gonna now title Brother Bacon 
TD. Well, all right, fine. <laughs> fine. But the, but don't stop the recording. <laughs> I do need that. <sighs> Can I talk about new bikes now? All right, fine. Well, I just want to give Chris props for his new uh, Z900RS. Again, I think we mentioned it last show, but that thing looks awesome. Yeah, he says it rides pretty awesome. You know what's really interesting? This must be the year of new bikes, because, oh my goodness. Huh, you don't say. Oh, 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 we got more. <laughs> Hang on, since we're talking about new bikes. We haven't talked about this one yet. We even had somebody else this past week pick up a new bike. Uh, he got it a while ago, but now it's finally home. It's home in the house. We haven't talked about it yet. That's right. So, Brother Zion. Are you going to spill it? Or- no, nah, you can. Brother Zion, I'll go there. What did he get there, Mr. Warfield? He picked up his Moto Guzzi Sport Touring Norge or Norge. I'm not sure how they say it, but I say Norge. You know what's funny about that? I threw that bike out for you. It, that is still on my list because that engine's got character, sport touring. It's and a shaft drive checks the boxes and a shaft, shaft drive. drive. And if you find a leftover, they're dirt cheap. Yeah, so it's a uh, it's pretty neat. So I'm glad to see that he picked that up. Yeah, it's a good looking bike. And then he's now has the advantage after having a hard candy green deluxe forever which draws, you know, people in like moths to a flame. Now he's pretty much riding incognito. Yeah. <laughs> you know, with a brown colored Gucci sport touring bike, it's just kind of like, yeah, okay. And, but that's, that's awesome. Yeah. And we talked about that on the fact is talking about, you know, with me with a spider and, and I get it. I mean, I get people come up and you've seen it. Not trying to yeah. pull it out. It's, it's, cool. oh yeah, it's good. And it's bad because if you're on the way to go, it's like, I need to go. And these people want to talk and I don't want to be rude. But then again, it's like, I got to go. So it was real interesting. It's a couple of things about that. Like the other day I was going, where was I going? Was I going last week to bike night? I might be going last week to bike night. Because I went last week. Yeah, it was last Thursday. Dude comes around a car, pulls around. He's, you know, pointing at the bike and gave me a thumbs up and, you know, just some random guy. And then tonight, uh, there was a guy that showed up and saw the spider and was talking about it and asked him out. He's actually thinking about buying one because he um, used to ride and he stopped riding for like, I think, 35 years. And he just started riding again. And his wife won't right. get on the back of a, a two-wheel bike. She'll get on the back of a three-wheel bike, but she doesn't want to get on the back of a two-wheel. So he's actually looking at, you know, maybe a spider. So I talked to him about that. And then what was really interesting was this kid comes out with his mom. He's looking at all these bikes and he points to mine. So, <laughs> so she goes, takes him back. And I said, I, I asked, I says, do you want to get, does he want a picture on it? So he got on there and got a picture with it on the bike. And I guess she rides a dirt bike. And I think his grandfather has a Harley. So it was really, he made his, made his day. Yeah. I mean, we're all there hanging out, having a good time. So there you go. So I understand bacon, or not bacon, I understand Zion's point about people talking and rather not talk and you want to go. But when you see something different, it's interesting. Yeah, I think I've I've told the story a few times, like 
a lot of people, especially non-riders, they they mistake my bike for a Sportster for some reason. Right. So I just, I think it was last summer or summer before, I was just kind of tired of it. It was like the third time, <laughs> you know, in like a month or so. And I remember this one guy, he's like, oh man, he's like, is that a Sportster? I'm like, and so I just give in. I was like, yeah, yeah, it is. He's like, oh, is it a 1200? I'm like, no, it's 1586. And then he just kind of looked at me like, uh, what? I was like, yeah, look it up. <laughs> so, I mean, nothing against a Sportster, but it's like, come on. It's a big old twin cam in there. Yeah. It's a normal typical Harley. It's just another Harley. I know. But Which is also incognito, and unless you're... Unless you're a Harley rider, my bike is also fairly incognito because it's just another black and chrome motorcycle. Yeah. Yeah, I, I see that. And that's very interesting point. Everybody has a different view and people see Harley. Like we've always said, you see Harley, it's one of the one. And I think Indians are getting more and more like that too. They're getting out there. They're going to get there. I mean... Oh. All right, well, here's a question for you, John. All right. Who's next in the clubhouse? Who's next? Chuck, maybe? No. No? No. No. Micah? Roger. Oh, you think Roger's? Oh, yes. Uh-huh. Yep. I could see Roger's that. next. Oh, man. Well, I hope so, because I want to hear all about it. <laughs> yeah. I want to hear all about it. Yeah. All right. Where were we? Flat track. Any more on flat track? No, I, I hope. I mean, I'll say this much. I think that, honestly, you need to go listen to uh, Cruiser's, our More Nobody's podcast. Because actually, if you go listen to Cruiser, he actually says that Jared Meese, in that when Slammy Hammy or Slam um Slam and Sammy. Yeah, sorry. Ugh, tongue twist. Was coming up next to him, he Jared was very dirty. So and actually stuck his foot out and there's talk that, you know, being there. Hmm. So Well, and the interesting thing is I think it was Amp who was saying he thinks that Harley's gonna be much better this year. They've made some changes to the bike. And he's he's encouraged that Harley's going to step it up. I, I could see Harley stepping up. Um, you know, and also I I think part of it also is riders. I mean, who's who's on the teams? You know, um, mm-hmm. I think last year some of the Harley riders have actually left a Harley camp um, for this season. So I don't know. It'd be interesting to see what happens. I hope they do something. Oh, I hope just the three factory bikes. Hopefully somebody steps up. I think Yamaha was doing good up there. I saw the, the TT. It was a Yamaha bike came in second, I think. So give them, hopefully, hopefully things turn around. I hope it's not like last season. Everything just goes to all Indian and that's it. Cause I think that's bad for a sport. Well, I mean, if you're an Indian fan, it's great, but you know, for other people, you kind of, you get a little tired of seeing that. Yeah, you do. Time will tell. We'll have to watch the next, which is two weeks away. Uh, let me see. Let's see. Uh, 
Yes, the 28th. It's in Texas Motor Speedway. Ah, oh, that's the same weekend as MotoGP? Or around the same time as MotoGP, I believe? Or, uh, maybe. I don't have a right. GP schedule. All right. I'll watch that, too. All right, Johnny John. Question for you. Okay. Do you like carbon fiber? Carbon fiber where? Just in general. You like it as a material? I or let me put it this way. Would you like to have more of it? It depends on where. And... And how much is it going to cost me? And, oh. And because I'll, I'll use this for example with the two brothers' exhaust on the old spider, the, the outside was carbon fiber. If I did not change the packing, it started to dull the carbon fiber because of the heat would diminish the shine. Okay. So if it's near exhaust pipes or engine parts, gotta be careful unless it's well insulated. Do you know if there was a weight difference on the two brothers between the carbon can and the, is it titanium or stainless? Uh, Do you happen to remember if there's a weight difference? Let me look it up, but I think there probably was. Okay. Well, I like carbon fiber myself, but what I don't like is the cost. And this is is spun out of an article that, that Roger sent to us. Now be tired, that is, from the clubhouse. And I was kind of looking this over. So this is kind of, this is BMW's new process for faster and cheaper carbon fiber composites. So they're sort of mixing different weaves of carbon fiber and blending in some composite material, you know, where it makes sense. You know, they, they sort of come up with a process to make it to make it stiffer where it needs to be and not as stiff where it doesn't really matter. And the whole process, apparently they've made much quicker and cheaper than it has been in the past. So when you look at something like the new HP four race bike that you can buy, which is gosh, what is that thing? Like 80 some thousand dollars. Yes. That has a carbon fiber chassis. You know, an all carbon fiber chassis save for, some of the inserts that are that are metal. And then of course you have things in the bigger places where it matters, like wheels, uh, suspension parts, things like that. You know, anything that's attached to the suspension and not the bike itself generally generally approves the bike overall. So I just thought it was neat. They they've put a lot of technology into this process and I'm most encouraged to think that it might become cheaper. Which is, I think, the best part of it all. The, that is awesome to hear. The only thing I would be concerned about is when you start dealing with wheels. There is, you need to make sure the wheel is cool before you take the tire off because you'll crack the carbon fiber. Yeah, wheels are tough, and I I do know that repairability of carbon fiber can be a challenge. So, for example. While carbon fiber itself is very strong, it can also be brittle. Right. So I've seen a lot of videos on YouTube where Lamborghinis and and certain exotics like that that have like a carbon fiber tub, for example, if you went over like a speed bump too fast, you may end up with 
you know, knocking a hole in the carbon fiber. And then the repair on that is just horrendous. Right. To have to go through and repair like a, you know, full or semi or full monocoque chassis for one of those cars. So if it wasn't expensive enough to begin with, the repair, you know, the repair would completely sink it. Hmm. So you ever talk to KP about carbon wheels? Do they do any of those at the shop? I have not talked to him about that. Be curious to see what the time, like the cooling time is, like how cool do they really need to be before you can start changing a wheel? Yeah, I don't know. Because I read that on the Modus forum with like the MSTR has those uh, BST carbon wheels on it. And I've seen that mentioned a few times. But pretty cool stuff. So BMW won an award for this as well, the 2018 JEC Innovation Award in the leisure and sports category. And I just thought that was pretty cool. So we'll put a couple different links to that in the show notes where we picked up that information. What about your spider? Does that have any carbon fiber bits on it? Or is it just plastic? It's all plastic. It's all plastic and there's no carbon fiber on it. Is any of it fiberglass type, or is it just all like molded plastic type thing? I think it's all molded plastic. I don't think any of it's fiberglass. Um, the one thing that I will have a complaint about that KM did on this one was they used rivets, pop rivets, the plastic little rivets pin. Oh, really? Yeah, to get the. Uh, side panels to get more to the engine mm-hmm. there's uh four bolts and then there's three push pins they have to pop out and they're not the easiest thing to get out um i actually went on to no i went over to um harbor freight and purchased a set to automotive set to help pull those out cleanly so it won't you know, otherwise you have to use a screwdriver, you know. And but they really are one-time use pop rivets? No, 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 no. They're they're plastic push pins. Oh. That you kind of take the you take the middle piece out, the center piece out, and then you pull out the And then the plastic slides out. Yeah. So So where's the pop rivets then? I'm sorry, there's no pop rivets. Oh, okay. My mistake. No, it's mine. I I kind of said that and there's another name for those. I don't know the technical term. It's like a... I think they're called push pins or something. Yeah. I remember looking it up because I had to replace a couple of those on the Traverse at one point. Lost along the way. Yeah. Uh, to answer your question, MotoGP is on Sunday, April 22nd at Circa of America. The 22nd? So one week before. Yeah, that's Motor GP. Just so you know. Not too bad. I wouldn't dig up the Won't make it this year, but I would like to go. I I've been enjoying a little bit of Moto GP this year. I watched the first race and it was pretty good. I actually watched the F one race this week. Yeah, you said that. It was interesting. I haven't watched uh, F one racing in years and because I've not followed it closely, the cars look really weird. Yeah, don't they? I was like, what is that thing? 
because they have this big hoop over the driver now. Oh, do they? Yeah, there's like a, it's almost like a roll bar, but it's a big hoop that comes out in front, has a center bar. Just made the car look weird. I just, I wasn't used to it. So the whole thing looked foreign to me. Hmm. And I believe, and Chris can correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe the cars are all V6s now. So they don't, they don't make the same whale like they used to. Oh, I did go look it up. I see what they did. Well, you know, as bad as it does look, I mean, it does kind of look different, but I can yeah, it's understand. A hoop, I yeah, it's called a Halo cockpit uh, yeah. protection device. So, you know, why not, right? You try and protect your drivers. <laughs> yeah. It was a pretty good race, I must say. It came came down to the end. It was a two-car battle. Uh, it wasn't a last lap battle. The, the the trailing car, you know, made like one last ditch attempt, I think, with two laps to go and and then never closed it up. But it was a pretty good race, I thought. Yeah. For something I haven't watched in a in a very long time. Yeah, I haven't watched in a long time either. I haven't watched much racing at all. No, because you're always riding. I am, aren't I? <laughs> I think I need to park the bike. <laughs> You need to give it a break. Spend some time with the missus. <laughs> and your dogs. Yeah. Your dogs even know who you are anymore? Yeah, they know who I am. You come in the house, they start growling at you like it's me? Sometimes. Bo, Bo kind of gets mad sometimes. He kind of gets grumpy. Hmm. So. But it's okay. I'm trying right, to... Johnny John. Yes, sir. Go ahead. No, go right ahead. What are we going into next? What do you want to talk about next? Well, I have another article I just want to mention briefly, but I think we're going to transition into something just a tad deeper tonight. And we thought about making this the main topic, but we'll kind of slide it in here in the back. So the article I'm talking about is, as you've probably heard on many other podcasts and news outlet, it's been all over print media, but a gentleman by the name of Daniel Kim um, ran his Ducati off the racetrack, subsequently crashed, sustained injuries, et cetera, et cetera. And now, uh, Mr. Kim has acquired some lawyers and is suing anyone he can get his hands on, uh, mainly Laguna Seca Speedway and this track day racing, track day organizer, which I'm trying to find the name here. What's it called? Um, Oh, geez, now I just lost it. Did you find that, Johnny? No, because you didn't send it to me. Oh, yes, I did. Yes, I did. Okay. Anyway, it's Laguna Seca, and the the track day operator mainly is is being sued. But I'm not going to talk about the article too much, other than to just say, you know, I think it's it's basically a personal responsibility thing. You know, they have all sorts of waivers in place and rules and processes. And, you know, it just, it seems unfortunate that things have to end like this. And I'm, I mainly mention it, mentioning it for people that are interested in track days or even kind of grassroots racing in general. We, we might want to keep our eyes on this and see where this thing goes. Cause this could have a pretty big impact, you know, especially with me, Wanting to do track days myself, not necessarily racing like bar to bar, but just want to go out and enjoy riding on a track at speed. 
Uh, we could all be affected by that. Sorry, John, you were trying to get in there. No, I'm looking at something. I'm trying to understand what was because I haven't read the article and I'm not don't want to get into it, but it looks like um, there was a the problem was there was a sandbag when he went off the road. And he hit well, the there's some other, yeah, there's some other things too. So there was something about he either missed the intro meeting altogether or came in very late. And I've looked at probably eight or nine different track day options between places that run in Kershaw, North Carolina, one place out east, John Bayou, places that run at VIR, California Superbike, a, a bunch of these places that I've looked at. And from what I can tell, if you miss the meeting, you don't, you don't ride. So I'm, I'm not sure why he was on the track to begin with. So that part's not clear to me. So he, he oh, wasn't man. on the, he didn't meet, meet the driver's meeting, the riders meeting. Yeah. Kind of like the, the safety briefing they do in the beginning. He missed riders that meeting. I don't know if he missed it or he missed part of it. I'm trying to find it in the article. All right. Well, let's not hash. I know there's other podcasts that have talked about it and other stuff. And yeah, I mainly want to use it as a transition just to personal responsibility in general. I mean, the the lawsuit's going to be near and dear to my heart because I want to do track days. And if it gets screwed up by something like this, I'm, I'm not going to be a happy person. But, you know, just in general, personal responsibility and something we've talked about before, which is just the risks of riding in general. So we all kind of make statements like, yeah, I know it's dangerous. We know going out and riding could be your last time. But how many of us really are prepared for that? And by prepared, that that takes several different angles. So there's prepared mentally for yourself, and then there's being prepared legally and otherwise. So letting your loved ones know what your wishes are taking care of your kids, things like that. And, you know, and John, you and I have talked about that before. Like if something happens to myself and my wife, then, you know, the kids will be taken care of. They won't be scooped up by social services. Right. But I think as riders, we need to take that a step farther. So you you do. I'll let you go from there. Yeah. And I guess talking parts came out from, you know, this past weekend I attended Greg's memorial service or service for his accident and it got me thinking about things of wishes to what I want done have I thought of everything you know I know I have some big rides this year so Mm -hmm. anytime you get on the bike it's you gotta be prepared so I mean, there was a couple of things I did think about, and I've told Natalie a couple of them, or the one that really hit me that I want done. Um, if something happens, so she she yeah, knows that, and and in fact, most likely before <clears throat> my plan is before I take my big trip this summer or fall is to document either hand or video to her or others 
what I want done. Mm-hmm. And it's not an easy topic to talk about, and you got to really think about it. Yeah. Well, yeah, like I said, you, so if you have kids, you know, stuff like that is a, a no-brainer. I mean, for making sure the kids are taken care of, but then kind of like your own last wishes, right? Yeah, like, what do you want done? Does, does I mean, let's just say an example. If something happens, let's just say not even on a motorcycle, just in general. Does Tierra know what you want done? No. You know. We don't have that documented. Not, I mean, not for me. It's does she, Do you know what she wants? So, I mean, this is just, I wanted to say us as motorcycle riders, this is just human beings. You need to make sure. I mean, same thing with the kids. Where's the kids going to go? I, I think I know some of the ideas, but, you know. Yeah. But those are things you guys need, everybody needs to make. Excuse me. There goes those hiccups again. Yeah, I know, right? Um, <laughs> John was choking on himself in the pre-show. <laughs> yeah, I know. So it's it's one of those things of what do you want done? Yeah. So are are you in a position to share that or just that you're working on it? So... Because I, I'll tell you, my mine is just, just in general. I'm hoping that it's more of a celebration and less of a a sorrow event. You know, like I've always joked that, you know, one of you guys better pick up my bike and do a couple of big burnouts with it. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> so, I, I'll share the big one that hit that I thought of, and this is just really close who have touched me. Now is that I am. Um, this is the one I got with Natalie. Was um, most likely, I think, to go along with it. I think she's going to have me cremated, and I told her I didn't care which way it went. I don't have really a a a, a one way or another way. Let's put it that way. Right. Kind of with ashes, she can take me with her. Um, and then the other one it was I said. If there is any procession or anything that I wanted you and Irish to lead it. Nice. So, so uh, you guys, I want you guys up front. <laughs> and then, <laughs> this one's really funny. <laughs> Rico's got to ride the spider? <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> she goes that she's going to take a sticker. <laughs> Put a little bit of my ashes on the back and attach it to your bike, and you're going to want to be right with you all the time. Nice. Heck yeah, I would do that. So uh, there, there's there's one of my deep ones that I've hit, um, and that's that's one of my biggest wishes of that. And it's you've meant a lot, mm-hmm. and I'm not trying to say others don't. Um, I've grown really close with Irish um, over the last year so and we've done oh my god a lot of miles to let you guys know we've probably have done uh, six to eight thousand miles together of riding yeah in in like a year and a half right like a year or a year basically yeah so i mean that's how close we can ride and we're comfortable with each other, and in the same way with you. I mean, don't think I don't want to ride with you. It's I'm just always stuck in an office somewhere. 
Yeah. So, anyways, so there's my that's my deep one I got. So, yeah. Wow. Yeah, and I I hadn't thought about it a lot until we talked a couple of days ago. Yeah. You know about setting up for the show. I I guess a ride a ride would be nice, but I hadn't. I just haven't put enough thought into it. But you're you have inspired me to at least get my wishes in order, at least to let, let my wife know and, and do the same for her. That's, that's important. Yeah. You guys, I mean, you gotta have a, it's just not, I mean, I know we're more cycle, but I mean, anything can happen any point in time. Is there anything special you want? Or are you going to like leave it up to her to what did he want done or what did he want it done? Uh, I, I don't know what he wanted. Uh, you know, did he want to have a sorrow event, you know, or do you want to have a party, you know, kind of thing? Party. Um, I mean, to kind of even go farther with, with, from the service with Greg this past weekend, uh, it was actually a church service for two hour for an hour. And then they had a reception with a video and the video is up on YouTube. I think it's where it's at. Um, okay. And we went up and we took, um, there was about, I think about 15 people from Moto Amino. Um, did you guys end up riding? No. Or did you end up in the car? We ended up in the cage. Okay. But, but quick note on that. Going to the church... We're riding along. I'm riding with Irish. He's riding these roads. And I'm like, don't you wish you had your bike right now? These roads were, oh, I wanted the bike so bad. Well, you guys have to you oh. have to redo the route oh, we're, as a memorial. Oh, we're going back. There is no yeah. questions. Nothing. So going back to the event, we plan to take one of the Dragon Crew shirts and uh, sign it and give it to his parents and his sister. So okay. I took one of my shirts, my white shirt, and we went over and we signed it and we presented it to his uh, father and his mother and his sister. And they're a touch. And his dad goes, so Greg was part of Winston PD. He wasn't an officer. He was doing something, I think, in the records department or something. He wasn't an officer on the street. Right. So the his father goes, you guys appreciate this, and said, you, uh, the Winston PD showed up with the motor patrol, and they asked where Greg was, because he was cremated as well. And they said, well, he's in, you know, here. And they go, okay, we're taking him from one last ride. So they actually opened up a saddlebag and put him on it. And there's four motor um, cycles. And they, mm-hmm. he rode to the church. Oh, sweet. So his dad really got choked up and everything else. And then the other cool thing was the, the, uh, they bought signs or bulletin little oh posters for outdoors that said um look twice save a life or save a life look twice yeah and they asked everybody to take them with them and put them in their yards yeah i saw those so i thought it was pretty 
awesome. So, there we go. Good. It wasn't as bad as you thought it was, was it? <laughs> well, I've had time to think about it and digest it. Yeah. Prepared. You've asked for it, or you asked if I was ready. Not, and I can. It's just as much as I sat there, and, and I know people um, might get um, teary-eyed well, like said, it's, or it's emotional. It's tough to talk about. Yeah. I kind of take this other stance, and, I, and if anybody ever sees me, don't find disrespect. I'm very non-emotional. I'm very, I guess how I look at it, this is life. It's part of life. People are going to come and go. Unfortunately, you're going to, it's end up going to happen one day. Let's just put it that way. Um, like when my brother passed away, I really didn't break down and have emotional breakdown. Um, I was there for everybody. I was like, the rock, or I try to be the rock for everybody. So it's, that's how it was. Um, trying to do what I can do. Um, yeah, and was, I think this year, this year has been tough with, especially riders in the Motomino circle, because there's been quite a few accidents. There has been. Um, in fact, talking about one that was up there today, and this is just, People will talk about Ride Your Own Ride was there's a guy that we've actually had in a North Carolina chat that lived in Pensacola, Florida, and he came up last weekend. Him and a group came up last weekend, went to the Tail of the Dragon, and two other guys went down. Um, so it's one of those things of, you know, Ride Your Ride, don't try to keep up. I mean, we preach this in the Moto Mino in our group rides don't try to keep up with the guy in front of you you know don't 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 try to be that person just be your own um and then the other thing and this is our also thing in the group ride the group is as fast as the slowest rider we do not go faster than the slowest person um and i can tell you now the east coast meetup ride um it will be at speed limit or slower mm-hmm. in the group. It's not going to be all out. Um, and our comment is, if you want to do that, we'll give you the directions or we'll take another group out. But the big group ain't happening. It's going to be a pace. And some people aren't happy about it. Um, well, they can take a different ride then. That's all. Yeah, Like you said, here's the route. Have at it. But with this big group, we're going to keep it together because we don't want to have, I mean, we're hoping for 100 bikes. We're hoping that big. Last year was almost 40. And we're pumping it big time. So there you go. <laughs> what, what are they going to do at Capital if like 200 bikes show up? What kind of room do they have? I mean, have you guys really thought about <laughs> what happens if it just gets enormous? Well, the, kind of the cool thing with Capital Power Sports is it is a big place. Mm-hmm. I don't think have you you haven't been there, have you? 
No, so that so there's enough parking. That's not the problem, but it could just be a yeah. much bigger crowd than you expect. Yeah, it could be a lot bigger than we expect. Yeah, yeah, and if it gets that big, that's gonna be interesting because we're going to shut down a lot of roads. Really bad. <laughs> I was gonna say you might want to try and assemble like forty people and run that ride again. We did it with twenty-seven. Okay. It went really well, and we didn't have people that, this is the first time we had people that, we had people that had not ridden together and did this, so it's kind of like a practice run, uh, really practice, and we didn't have the blockers set up as blockers like we um, had as well. Like, these guys, well, Irish, Ape, and Rat were the blockers, and... It worked out well. Um, the route has been changed since that ride because there was a lot of left-hand turns, and I actually went back, and I found... Changed the route. Changed the route up so we weren't making lefts as many. I think we're down to... Three, I think like four... Five, five left-hand turns is what we're down to. So and and not all together, hopefully. No, no, they're they're not. There was one that was two lefts, like within like an eighth of a mile. And actually, what the plan was going to be was that we're going to put one blocker on one side, one bike. Somebody's going to go up to the f- turn above and block that one section right down and close it down. And close it down. I mean, it was a backcountry road, so it was. There is one part. The sketchy part is getting out of Capital Power Sports because that's one of the biggest issues. And then we got a big intersection to turn down. That's mm-hmm. really a lot of cars. And it's a two-lane road. It's like a three-lane down to a two turn on to a two-lane. So we'll be able to block down the whole intersection. It'll be real interesting. I can't wait. Should be fun. It is. It's going to be a fun time. Fun time. We've done a lot of planning. A lot of things are going to affect. We got one more thing to do with. We just got to get banners made. We made flyers. So we've done a lot. A lot of planning. Okay. So since I talked about All my right. stuff, since have you dived into any of your thoughts? Not really. Like I said, you've the main thing you motivated me to do is just talk about it with my wife mainly. And I, I haven't got much farther than that. And here is something that, since we're down this path, it'd be really hard to do, but it would probably mean a lot, is one day take your GoPro and video cord a message to Tierra and the boys, or one to each of the boys. So they always have you. Yeah, that would be tough. <laughs> <laughs> Just thinking about it, it's already like gulp, you know. It, it it is. It's one of those things. But thinking back to we'll go back to my dad. God, Richard pulling the shit out of me. Um, <laughs> going way down in there. Yeah, going way down. Um, one thing I do miss is I do wish. I miss his voice or hearing his voice. That's, yeah. that's one thing. It's like, 
I can't just get a, I can't call him and just talk to him. I mean, then I lost my brother, which was kind of the same thing, and that's gone. So, well, I have, I think I shared this a while ago. I have some videos of, I was riding with my dad probably three years ago. I was riding in the truck with him, and it just, I just recorded it, and we're just sitting there BSing for the whole ride. And then that's like a priceless video. Yeah. I mean, that's, unfortunate that's kind of the things you got to remember you got to remember good times bad times and and to kind of equate back to greg not and then we can move on to whatever um i know his his parents have both both been or his family's been invited to the east coast meetup and we hope they come out the meetup has been in memory of him um talk a little bit more his dad is actually the pastor of the church where it was at um oh yeah and, and and I'll even go back you know, another thing real quick on the side note. The church was really cool because it was like an old God. I'm gonna say eighteen hundreds looking church. Just the, the the windows and the wood and it was just like an old, really old church. So it was kinda cool. Oh wow. Yeah, it was really cool. I mean it was just kind of looking at that. Um but his mom has reached out to Demick, uh, like daily since then, trying to, I think, trying to cope with everything. Um, now, is he, is he near her or is he? Demick is in Winston. So, yeah, she's kind of, he's kind of close. Not too far. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've even thrown out, we were kind of talking today if she wanted to, I know coming down to Charlotte this weekend, you know, she wanted people to come by and say, visit with her. That's, in it, I don't mind. I don't know what to say, but if, you know, and I've told him that. So, tell her come to the show. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's one it might be a little much for her though. It's yeah, it's it's hard thing. Um, yeah, cool. Well, something different. Anyway, right? Different topic. Yeah, different topic. Important. Needs to be done. Needs to be said. It does. It does. So, uh, you want to take a breather? I'm going to thank some people, and then I'm going to pick your brain a little bit. All right, do that before we close down. <laughs> Grab some more of your Sammy. Okay. All right. Let's take a moment and recognize the people who continue to make our show possible make their show possible. And we do that by thanking the riders of Loud Pipes for their continued support. That would be our first five riders, Marcus, Rickard, Edward, Jebby, and Zion. Thank you, fellas. The Slack Pack consists of Chuck, Nobby Tire, Old Man Slacker, Sir Mike, and Squatchy Pete. And then we have Steve, Micah, Kenny, Dangerous Dave, Chad, James, Bronco Ride, and Rich make up the riders group. And Darren, the Motorcycles and Misfits podcast, and Jared are the insiders. If you're not a member of the Riders of Loud Pipes, please check out loudpipes.net forward slash donate. Take a look at the support levels we have to offer. Our show is only possible with your support, and we do appreciate it. All right, I have a couple of U-turn topics there, Johnny John. So you've had the new Spider how long now? I've had it for about 
almost four months. Four months, okay. Three and a half. So I was just oh, oh, no, no, I no, know January for three months. Three months. Three months. Okay. okay. So I was just looking for a little check in. You know, mileage, where you're at. <laughs> How's the comfort? Do you have any gripes yet? Something you're going to change this year? All right. You know, how's the new spider doing? <laughs> All right. So, miles. Oh, my God. Miles is at like 6,300. It's almost nice. Maybe almost 64. I don't know after tonight. I can tell you as of Monday, and, and give me a second. I got to look at my picture and tell you this. As of Monday, the bike had. Where is the stupid? Oh yeah, it's at sixty four. So on Monday it had sixty three eighty. Okay. So just on that note, when I picked it up, it had one hundred and eighty miles on it. So sixty two hundred of that I've put on. That's getting around. Yeah, getting around a little bit. Um, gripes. The only really big gripe I have so much about it. Is I was hoping for better fuel economy, and it's not. <laughs> that there. was my next question: <laughs> was how, what kind of fuel economy you're getting? It depends on how fast I'm running the bike. Let's just put it that way. If it's above eighty, it don't do too well. <laughs> drinks like a fish. Yeah, it drinks like a fish. Um, so that's one of the downsides. The other kind of, I would say downside that I'll go with it, and these are all minor things, is the um, rear brake light isn't the best. Um, Yeah, that's what you're saying is rear visibility is pretty poor on that. Right, so I actually bought LED lights, and this is for information for people, when you buy LED lights that are going behind a red housing they actually re- recommend you get red lights, which does not make very much sense to me. So when I put the red lights in it at daytime, you can barely see them. I have actually taken the uh, LED lights out, and I have put the stock bulbs back in, and it's better now during the daytime. Huh. So, so are you going to look for clear bulbs, or are you going to look for clear lens covers? Uh, I don't know what I'm going to do right now. I don't know. Overall, the bike, I enjoyed the bike a lot. It's a lot better bike than the RSS. Uh, the motor's better. I think the triple is so much nicer. More comfortable? It is more comfortable. The seat's a lot more comfortable. In fact, I've removed the Airhawk. I do not run oh, the Airhawk. Nice. I don't run the Airhawk anymore. Uh, I think on the way down to Key West, I actually took it off on the way down to Key West. Or the next day I took it off, and I've been riding ever since without it. Very nice. Uh, you know, the windshield, I love the windshield I put on it. Um, I can't ride without a windshield. I've realized that. Um, when I got the Spider the first night I took it, doing highway speed, I couldn't ride with it. It hit my helmet too much and just... <laughs> uh-uh. It's... So, props to you guys, or props to you that don't run with a windshield um i guess that's how i can sit in the seat longer i'm not trying to say you can't but i think that does a lot for me yeah it's a it's a lot of pressure on the chest and i was talking to rico about that before he went on his trip that 
I almost feel I almost feel I could do a longer highway stint on the R6 than I can on my Harley. Because there there's a little bit of a fairing there. Right. And it pushes most of the wind up over the helmet. And when you get up to highway speed, when you're sitting like that, instead of the pressure on your chest trying to push you off the bike, because you're leaned forward, it kind of keeps you up. And that keeps the pressure off your wrists. At least I, I found. And I mean, the, the longest highway rip I've done is is only about 15 miles. So I don't really, I don't really know, but we'll find out soon enough. Yeah. And I, and I guess the, the other thing I would say with the, at least I know you tried to win shit and this is the issue I had and why I went with the, I added the mad strat windshield on it and it does. And I could have even went with a BRP one, but the BRP one, you're set at a certain height and that's it where the the match rat is adjustable. So going back mm-hmm. to yours, you complain about how you'd look through it and you know had problems. If yeah, you know it to be shorter. If you took that windshield, I mean if you had somebody and I know it's you got rid of it. But if you actually took the windshield and somehow somebody should cut it off like a couple inches, it might have worked for you. Yeah. So. Yeah, I've actually looked at the um I know not everybody likes these, but the Memphis Shades, right. like mini Batwing piece that they have, it just clips to the bars essentially, or to the forks, and gives you a, a small Batwing fairing and a windshield. You know, there's no inner, you know, inner panel to it. It's just a piece of plexiglass. But I've been thinking about something like that instead of a windshield. Yeah, I mean, something just a little bit to help take the air off. I think would help you a lot for comfort uh seats comfortable it handles better steering's better um i was able to add um can-ams bags which are technically shad sh36 bags mm-hmm. um i can fit a full face helmet in in them awesome they lock they're real easy to take off so you know overall i'm i'm happy with the bike i'm really enjoying it more than the old spider. Good, good. So that, if you want my wrap up, that's kind of the. You're still pleased with your purchase, basically. Yeah, I am. Um, the the having a nicer new gauge would have been nice for 2018. But yeah, I was going to ask if 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 the new tech is is something that you still would like to have, or if you've kind of got past that. It's a double-edged sword, unfortunately, because to get that tack, I'd have to go with the either the RT or the F3T. Right. With going with the F3T, I had to go with their windshield, which I don't like because at the top there's a it curves up, so it kind of if you look through it, and I think you might have had this problem on your Harley windshield, it kind of like changes the lines. Yeah, it's got to be optically correct, otherwise it's just not going to work. And I just don't like it. And then the other thing is, is the bags on the T aren't, they're more stylish, they're more aerodynamic. Right. But they're not as functional. Um, and not you, as much room. Not as much room, <laughs> and you can't take them off. So I can actually unlock mine, and I can take mine off and go in the room with my bag 
you know, there they are. So that's kind of the downside to going to get the tech. And the tech is not offered on the low-end F3S because I think it's due to price point. Yeah, probably. But well, either way, sounds like you end up with a good bike and, and you're enjoying it. So that's cool. Yeah, I'm going to have to buy a new real tire here shortly. Nice already, huh? I'll oh, probably another, I'd say a couple grand. I'm going to have to have a new tire. Very nice. Oh, yeah. Mm. Cool. Yeah, that was pretty much all I had for topics. You're uh, you're coming down to the congregation show this weekend? I am. Yes. I'm yes. trying to figure out details from you on everything. We'll talk off online. The other thing we got to talk about. Are you ready for this? Since since we're in here. I got some. I'm sitting down. I got to pick your brain. Are you ready okay. for the motorcycle podcast challenge? No. Have you got your team set up? See, I'm just being honest. <laughs> You're fine. You can be honest. My team, my team is myself, Rico, and Dangerous Dave. All right. And I think you need and then some I have more listeners. Look at the listener pool. And I think you need some listeners. You think I need more? I think you need a few more listeners to come help you out. All right. So we need more then. Yeah, you need a few more listeners. <laughs> MotorcyclePodcastersChallenge.com if you're interested in riding for us or any of the other podcasts that are out there. Um, check it out. And John and I need to do another show on that maybe this week. This weekend. Maybe we'll do that Saturday. I have to work on getting the wife involved. Well, if she wants to. I'm just saying, while you're down there, we could do something. Yeah, yeah. Well, we, we can figure some things out. Oh, well, I guess that's a programming note. We may do a Loud Pipes episode Saturday night as well. That is Although true. no one will hear this before we do that, so it's kind of pointless. <laughs> yeah. Okay, for the live stream, guys, we may do this again Saturday night. Yeah. How's that? That works better. Okay. Yeah, and, and I'm only saying I'm not prepared because my work has taken me out of town recently, and I understand that's going to continue for a while, most likely beyond the challenge so i've got to figure that out being away from home most of the time and then only getting home for like one or two days that's gonna make it hard to say hey kids wife love you but i'm gonna go ride (laughs) it's gonna make it hard yeah it makes it hard you gotta spend time with family and and i think you're gonna have a juggling act involved but with your work schedule you might be able to commute yeah we'll figure that out so I'll get the, I'll get some bags on the R6, and I'll have a commuter bike. Not the deuce. No, I think I think that's going to be a better bike for that. Like I said, it has a little wind protection. I've ridden it in the rain already. It's actually not that bad to ride in the rain. So I can tell you that that bike will go, and you can do it because I've seen people do it. You can't do a thousand miles in twenty four hours. No. It can be I done. Don't know. I may I may buy another one. I may try to buy a a sport bike that is just slightly more upright. Like basically that kind of bike put the pegs down just a little bit, maybe like an inch, raise the bars up, maybe another inch or two, and I'm good to go. So an FZ09. Yeah, Matt, I might be able to do the FZ now. I really might. The problem is it doesn't have, at least the FJ has a little fairing on it, so yeah, a little more wind protection there, but we'll see. I think it's summer, so 
Well, John, want to cover events if we have nothing else? Sure. Hit it, my friend. Hit it. Second annual congregation show, which will have, will have already taken place by the time everyone hears this, because this will come out on Tuesday after the event. The second annual Moto, Moto Amino East Coast Meetup is going to be June 9th in Wake Forest. We talked about that earlier. Capital Power Sports, probably be 300 people. It's going to be great. <laughs> it is. Um, third annual Motorcycle Podcasters Challenge, June 21st through July 11th. Come ride for loud pipes and sign up at MotorcyclePodcastersChallenge.com. Listen to the podcasts, all that good stuff. Um, and the first annual Loud Pipes Meetup, July 13th and 14th. That's going to be up in Gettysburg. That's looking to be like a good time. And then we'll be back to all things, all things willing, plans hold. We'll be back to the Barber Vintage Festival for the 14th annual, October 5th through the 7th. And then John, Roger, and whoever else we can coax into it. We'll be heading to the West Coast. Uh, how much coaxing I got to do there, Rich? I think you need to drag Brother Hogan along with you. He's he's kind of wants to go, but he's non-committal. I think you need to get him get him in solid. Mm. Drag him to Cali. He has family out there too. You know, you have another place to stay. Yeah, Roger and I've been working that, that route. <laughs> All right, it's an interesting route. I got to tell you, it's going to be it's going to be an it's going to be an epic trip. All right, good downshift, maybe. Yeah. We can do that. Okay. I would like to again thank the Riders of Loud Pipes for their continued support. And if you feel the show is providing you some value, then we encourage you to visit loudpipes.net forward slash donate. Participate in the value for value model. We do the show Thursdays at 9 p.m. Eastern as often as we can. You can join us at loudpipes.net forward slash live. We have a chat component there. You can interact with us and other riders during the show. Follow us on the Mixler app, M-I-X-L-R. Be notified when we go live. If you can't support the show monetarily, we understand. Just head over to a place like iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Google Play Music, or now Spotify, and leave us a rating or review. What? what, what, what we're on Spotify? We're on Spotify. Actually, all three of our shows are on Spotify. Hot diggity darn. Hot diggity dog. And let's see, additional information from this episode, including some links, maybe an image or two this week, can be found on our new and improved website, loudpipes.net slash 125. You'll find other links there to leave us some feedback, subscribe to the show, including Spotify, and follow us on social media. All right, Johnny John, just you and me, buddy. Kickstands up. Park break off. Let's go. All right, let's hit it. Thank you for listening. Please consider supporting the show. We offer generous rewards for your contribution. Find more details at loudpipes.net 
forward slash donate.